ever wondered what hypnosis might be and what it can do for you? You've come to the right place. Welcome to Hypnosis Everywhere with your host, Inez Simpson. This is the show that talks to everyone from the experienced practitioner to the cautiously curious and, yes, even the skeptics. Now, here's Inez Simpson. Well, welcome back to Hypnosis Everywhere. And we're going to talk about when we break open, when we're allowed out, the future. So um, Martin is going to lead the discussion today because he's Mr. Articulate. And he just gets me, he pokes me, and then I talk. (laughs) It's just like a little doll. Poke, 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 and then say this. (laughs) Well, let's look at, it's the future. We're looking at coming out into the light uh, after all this stuff. But as we say, hypnosis is everywhere, and um, propaganda is hypnosis. So we've been, t- we've been bomb- we, all of us, have been bombarded for the last three months with fear, fear, fear from every direction. Media, politicians, of course, they want yeah. the best, so they want us to stay inside. Yeah. So, they're, so, you know, it could always be from a, an angle of helping. It could be from an angle of whatever it is. But fear creates uh, anxiety. So what are we going to do when we come out? Suddenly, we've been away three months and up for some places. And and suddenly, you're allowed to come out again. But it's not going to be the same world yet. But also, being hypnosis, and one of the easiest emotions to use, why why propaganda will use fear and anger, because it's a very easy emotion to create. But it's a very hard emotion to to get rid of after the fact, unless you deliberately aim at, at it. You just can't say, Oh well, I'll think this through. It'll be okay. I'm going to be okay. Uh, remember, we're going to we're going to be outside. There's going to be lots of people with masks on. They're going to have tremendous anxiety too. People around us, and that's going to we're going to pick that up. So, what do we do? Well, Anyways, first of all, I think that's really us. accurate because I'm thinking just of even going grocery shopping. How people are so anxious. I can't wait to get out of the the grocery store. And I love food shopping. It's one of my favorite things to do. But the anxiety levels are so high around you that I, you just said, well, this is not my favorite time to do this. I'm going to do what I do and I get out. So do you expect all those sort of things to change? Those people are going to be anxious. They said, well, what's the difference now today? I can come out. I still better wear my mask. I probably will be having to anyway. I may probably be compulsory. Um, but we'll, all the anxiety is built up there. You can't just switch a button from on to off. It's a way of doing it. So what we're going to ask everybody is, again, using your own skills, whatever it is, meditation or hip self-hypnosis or anything that will take you your anxiety down. You agree with that, Mark? Yeah. Now, we don't want to plant suggestions that no. it's going to be awful, but I, just be aware of the reality. It's Because that's what happens with hypnosis and you have with, with clients. Clients come and go, I don't know. I'm anxious, but I don't know why. Or yeah. they have anxiety or stress or a physical reaction. And they don't know why, because consciously they forgot that six years ago or three years ago or last month, something impacted their being, as it were, and and created an emotion. And this has been a steady, steady blast of emotion at us. So we have to be aware. The blast of emotion is all set up by media, by everything, and the deaths, the deaths, the deaths. Very little talk about the recovery, recovery, recovery. But so... The one, the negative one, is always upmost in your mind. Now, it's you know they say I don't, it doesn't matter. Twenty thousand people dead in the U.S. or wherever it is. With, but last year, 
in the flu, flu, regular flu, 84,000 people died. Yeah. But it wasn't in your face all the time. And certainly it was a different because it didn't all happen at once. So definitely it's, this is a pandemic is different. But remember, people, you know, people die all the time and people are born all the time. But we've never had this, except in wartime, this constant battering. So what we want to use this program for is to say, we, we can get around, you know, be, be aware and then now start using, as you say, tools. Yeah. And, you know, we're not talking about blame here because there's no blame. It's stupid to talk about blame. And uh, I have to say, Facebook is driving me crazy right now because that's mostly what's on there. <laughs> and it's coerced by fear or politics. And I'm not in politics and I'm not going to talk about politics. First time, on, first time on Facebook, we have less cat videos than ever before. <laughs> oh, I wish they were back. Yeah. So understand that everyone has had a per pervasive thinking going on of being pushed at them. I mean, that's how media works, including the media that I'm in right now. But I'm telling you, I'm going to try to keep myself as clean of blame anywhere because now we just want to use, we want to help you with the outcome of it. What happened because of that anxiety? What happens because of those things? Everyone will have a little change direction. There'll be some positive things out of it too, but we'll talk about that a bit later. But so you're allowed to um, feel some anxiety because we're in a change situation. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is a tremendous change. So the big thing is don't say, don't push it down. Don't say, no, no, that's not happening to me. No, I can do it. I can do it. You know, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'm always fine. That's good. But maybe you need some more tools than just your conscious mind uh, trying to change the rest of you. Yeah. Yes? Oh, the, yeah. Well, that's what most people would like to do. They like to think that they're in charge, and meaning that they're in control, because that's why people don't like going into hypnosis. They imagine they're going to lose control when they're actually getting more control. But uh, that's not a conscious belief at the, you know, that they think about. They think, well, if I stay in control, then everything will be fine. But that's only the 10% of you that's conscious. And that part is overwhelmed by the rest. So we come back to the definition of, of how hypnosis works is actually the, if you want to have uh, control over your life and have a going for optimum outcome, you have to bring all of you in balance. Mm -hmm. So even those emotions that, you think, well, I, I don't know why I did that. I, that's, I don't know why I get angry. I don't know why I get anxious, but I'm just going to stop it now. That, that's a bigger <laughs> part of you than the part that says stop it. What's so, his name? Says Bob stop. Newhart. Bob, Bob Newhart, yeah. And so what, what we want to do with, or what we need you to uh, look at is bring the whole being in harmony, in, in balance. And you can do that with meditation. You can do that with breathing practices. You can do that with self-hypnosis. You can do that with tons of stuff, and there's a lot of stuff available to do it with, and we suggest you search it out. Yeah, I, you know, I'm pushing hypnosis all the time because I think it is, from my yes. point of view, the, the easiest to do. So uh, understand that if it's the easiest to do, you're much more likely to use it. So that's where I come from. But there isn't, you can do EFT if you know that. I think it's hypnosis, but the, I think everything is hypnosis. So uh, it's not thought of as hypnosis. Uh, you can do all kinds of kinesiology sort of things to help you. You can do all kinds of techniques to get ahead and a lot of those are have been actually put out quite good by the hypnosis com community yeah. hasn't a lot, it? nowadays there's a lot of free stuff available yeah 
So that's, that's a great thing. Yeah. But I think just if you consider it in your minds as the same as they're going to say, maybe in some places, well, it's compulsory. You're going to have to use masks for a while, social distancing, et cetera. As part of that process, think about using some self uh, tools for mm -hmm. yourself. So there's lots of free teaching of EFT. There's lots of free teaching of self-hypnosis. There's lots of, so you just have to find what works for you, the easiest for you. And so if you go online, you'll find lots of places teaching you those simple techniques. So um, I suggest that you do that. And I don't mind if you use EFT or my kind of hypnosis. It's all hypnosis in my mind. It's using your mind to get better. And it's over, and it's an over um, bypassing that just the conscious because the conscious is only 10% of you and you drive, drive, drive. You might even use the language. You always talk to yourself negatively. All those things I've already talked to you about on even I think the first program I ever did. So if you've already been a listener for a while, you'll know what I mean by that. And if you don't, you can go back to that because in my mind, anything that bypasses your conscious critical factor en masse is mass hypnosis. Mm -hmm. Everything you by let it bypass on your own is self-hypnosis. And it can be done in a negative way by yourself because you're not realizing what you're saying to yourself. You're doing a lot of negative self-talk. So those things. But when you become aware and know that, you can adjust your way you think. It's a habit change of talking in the negative to talking in the positive. And that doesn't mean that you have to be believing everything is just magic and gets better in a second. That's not what it is. This is about programming yourself to react in much more positive ways. And just as I think if you look, go back on the shows, the patient whispers were on and the, um, what's his name with the lasers? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Paul, Paul Weisberg. Both of them know that the, the body, given, in a, given all the options, will always heal itself. Mostly, I mean, most medicine is just getting you out of the way or the, the pain out of the way so the body can heal itself. The mind can heal itself too, or the mind wants to heal and give you the optimum as well. So a lot, what hypnosis is doing, even self-hypnosis, is basically just getting you out of the way and yeah. allowing you, the rest of you to, to heal. Yeah, that's it. And there's lots of levels of healing you can have. The more you allow, it's always the better for you. <laughs> so people who have difficulty in their mind of letting go of control which is conscious control, may let it go in self-hypnosis because they're still in charge. So the more, um, as I would say, it's a more better. It's always more better if you can let go. And what the heck does that mean? How do you explain that to someone letting go? Do you have an, a way of explaining letting go, Martin? No, I, for me, <laughs> uh, no. I, some people, it's just natural. Some people, like we know mm. a lot of people, it's just natural. They allow hypnosis. There's mm. no fear there. There's no concern. And it's something they do almost, not just naturally. We all do it naturally, but consciously naturally. Yeah. Then there's the rest of us. And for, and <laughs> for me, it was a goal. Because I, I was, in, if it was self-hypnosis, if somebody was doing it to you, like if it was media doing it to you, probably if a stage hypnotist was doing it to you. You can reject. Yeah, you can, but you're, and you're willing to follow along, then they're doing all the work to get you there. Yeah. Self-hypnosis, you have to do the work to get yourself there too. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was like practice. It was like going to the gym. It was doing it, listening to a tape, listening to a tape, mm -hmm. going, this is really boring. Nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. 
because I had no idea what it would be like if I was in hypnosis, although I was actually in hypnosis, but the conscious mind was going, no, you're not, because I'm still here. Yeah, there was all the expectations. And then one day I just disappeared and then the tape kind of me out and I went, wow, that was great. So it's possible. Yeah. And then I had, then I knew what it felt like. But you were still in hypnosis just that you you knew what it felt like to be in that place of yeah. you let go completely. Now, most hypnosis sessions you do with yourself or anyone, you won't be gone completely. You'll be in that place where you need to accept that your conscious is allowed to be there. <laughs> so it, it comes to the point where you go, this is working. It just doesn't, it's working on a different part of me that's yeah. saying it's working. And it's expectation of the person. Mm-hmm. And if they've been told that hypnosis is you're going to be just an oh which would be great. That's meditation. And that's still the same as hypnosis, but it's directed. But in hypnosis, you can direct it at yourself for change. So that means all the things I've taught you so far in this, in the pretty well on all the back ones we've talked about and the self-hypnosis site is free, all that. We've done all that millions of times. So understand that now we are in a place where we have allowed ourselves to come to a place of fear. So we haven't rejected anything that's been told us. And it's a kind of a mixed up kettle of fish, what we've been told. So the ones you chose to accept are are the ones you accepted. So don't, that's why there's so many arguments on Facebook about, well, no, it's this, it's that, and this, you know what, just let it all go and just make yourself feel better. It's all about feeling. If you can feel better, your life will be better because you'll react easily in a, a positive way. It's, so it's all about you. How's, when has anybody ever told to think about you? Usually it's think about everyone else. Don't be vain. Don't be selfish. All those things that have been put in our minds. So now I want you to become self-worthy, self-noticing, self everything which will not mean the word that you think of as selfish i think there's a very good statement somebody or other made about um i can do anything i want until it impacts on somebody else's um free will or Mm. somebody else's feelings so it's okay to feel good it's okay to do this but it's not okay to trample over somebody else to try and make you feel good no because that's not you're you're free to do whatever you choose to make yourself better until whatever you're trying to do impacts somebody else in a negative way. Yeah. Otherwise, you're completely free to Because that yourself. would be getting into the world of the self-ish. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There's a difference between having self-worth, self-esteem. All those things are very important, those selves. But the word has selfish has a different connotation. Yes. They, um, unbelievably, they are as important in their minds as you are in your mind. It's it's hard to believe that other people could think they're so important, (laughs) but it's it's, it's a a thing people have. Well, I hate to um, disillusion people, but everything is always about you. Even if uh, Mother Teresa, anybody, the people that volunteer and you just say, wow, those people are wonderful. It's still about them. It's what feeds them. It's what makes them happy. Well, we, I think we had, uh, I know, we had Gabby Lazinger mm-hmm. on the show. She's an incredible and she's, person. What she does is incredible. And she, she still thinks, well, it's not really because, you know, I'm just doing this and I'm doing that. It's all about me. And it's, she couldn't, wouldn't accept. <laughs> yeah, because it's uh, everything in life is about us. You, how someone, okay, if somebody is sick, how is it you're suddenly impacted? 
you can't go visit them, you can't do this. So it's still about you, you feeling pain from not being able to see them, all these things, but it's still about you. Do you understand? It's not a negative. It's just the way we are as human beings. So now we want you to be, allow yourselves to feel whatever you're feeling. It doesn't matter if you're feeling, oh, a bit of stress. Yeah. I'm not sure if I'm going to go outside right now. I'm not sure about that. That is fine. But you know what? You can work on that. You don't, it's, you don't have to force the situation. You can start to think about tools, as we talk about, to help mm -hmm. you allow, just like you've used tools for physical healing, you can use tools for psychological healing, if you will, and the psyche. Yeah. But understand that you are one person. We talk about the, the conscious, conscious mind, the subconscious mind, and I talk about the superconscious mind, which I believe is in the field. It's like the force. You Star Wars fans, use the force. <laughs> and it's all about doing and not trying, not hoping. Things will change. Doing whatever it needs to be done for you to allow yourself to feel strong enough to do what you need to do. And of course, the other biggest impact, not just the fear impact, we've had horrendous change, mm -hmm. which we didn't want. And, and there's always change, but this is obvious. So that's a bit of an impact on us. But we do want to talk, we're coming up to break, but we do want to come uh, talk about all the positive stuff that's going to come out of this and what it, how it has helped the mind professionals, if you will, move yeah, forward. we'll talk about that. So we'll see you on the other side. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, this is Inez Simpson. Thanks for listening to the show Hypnosis Everywhere. If this is the first time listening, well, we have a whole treasure trove of shows archived here and on Voice America page and on Hypnosis Everywhere website, all free for you to listen to anytime. The first year's broadcast showed the amazing diversity of the talent and the skills of those people who make up our fascinating hypnosis community. This season, Hypnosis Everywhere, the next level, will delve deep into where modern hypnosis is now taking us, the new discoveries and adventures as we explore this infinite mind of ours. And we explore Simpson Protocol hypnosis that is taking us higher and deeper than ever before. We'll talk about the astounding insights that show us how our mind can shape and change our lives for the better. So come join us on Hypnosis Everywhere, amazing people who are on amazing adventures in this world of hypnosis. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You're listening 
listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, send an email to Inez, that's I-N-E-S, at InezSimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, welcome back to Hypnosis Everywhere, and we are going to get into a little bit of what the hypnosis community as such has taken online. And from my point of view, and many of you know, I've done clients on on Zoom for two years or longer. You've heard me say that. And I'm thinking now the hypnosis world is actually moving forward in a way that we have learned how to adapt hypnosis for an online session where the client is so completely comfortable in their own space. And I think they like it much better. So we may be staying with this format for a very long time because obviously I'm going to work with the client where they're the safest and the most comfortable. So I think there's going to be a big change in how we operate. But it doesn't mean that the people that have a clinic and you go and walk in the door and you have to see them are going to stop doing that. It's just that from what I've experienced and what some of my friends have experienced is that online they even get better outcomes. The, um, there's be a lot of stuff that's going to go back, going to go online. I think we'll see a lot of teaching, etc. Probably stay online, or it's, or a bulk of it online, and or hybrid, right? Some of it online, and some mm-hmm. in, in classrooms or whatever yeah. they are. But I know, and as you're teaching, mm-hmm. um, we kind of knew how to do it, but we were would would the students accept it as easily? Would would yeah. we get the information across quite as easily? Because you are you don't have somebody in a room trapped, as it were. But actually, <laughs> they're more trapped. I think they it, it's actually to it. better because people are not a they're not quite used to being online, so they really focus in more. And of course, at this time, we're taking advantage of it because everybody's locked down and bored out of their minds. So that the fact of taking a course and engaging with ten or twelve other people at the same time is awesome for them. Yeah, yeah. I I was really surprised. I I had some limiting beliefs on that. I've been sort of moving myself through all the changes <clears throat> as they came along. But there is always a limiting belief to get by, mm-hmm. you know. When you, so, this is just life. It's just life. You always have a limiting. I always do it this way, and it's the best. But that's a limiting belief if you're not open to the can change and even improve, right? So it's just the same as anything. Uh, but we are going to find that life, even on the other side of this, is going to be somewhat different, and some of it will be positive. It isn't all going to be fear and negative. But you need to work on that other part to enjoy the new parts. Benefit, yeah. yeah, the, the benefits. benefits of the new parts. But I must say this the, back on the training and, and in your one particular, it is such a powerful way of connecting. And I would always think, well, it's but it's not real. It's like Facebook isn't. You don't actually have Facebook friends. You just have people like <laughs> like your cat pictures. It's different because it's live together. But it's live interactive. Is, mm-hmm. is huge and uh, I think most courses that can get away with it are going to do it because A, the infrastructure is less and the, so the costs are less and the, the connection is very, very strong to the student, to the yes. teacher, etc. Well, what I was surprised about is because we broke it up into smaller segments because I think that mm-hmm. staring at a screen mm-hmm. is not beneficial all the time. So we, we sort of did it in smaller parts, four to five hours. But what I really noticed was how they bonded just as well, if not better, than in the live situation. They had a little more time. They created groups, got together in between our sessions, and they actually had more practice. So 
for so far for me, it's been a win-win all and, around. And, and the students are loving it the same. And they can sit there in their slippers having their tea and coffee while they learn. <laughs> and they probably don't even have pants on. Just... <laughs> I did. I really did. Yeah. I had slippers. Though. <laughs> but it's true. And I think the comfort of being in your own home is the biggest impact. Yes. Let's look at the psychology of, of hypnosis and how, it's, how it does work is the the standard default position is well the hypnotist does this to me like the doctor does this to me and the chiropractor does this to me uh, but the, hypno the hypnotist doesn't do this to you you do this to you uh, even the stage hypnotist doesn't do it to you they just lead the people who want to do something forward and allow and show them the ways to do it i love so that people always say well, I'd never volunteer for that. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> That's exactly. I would never do what they do on stage. No, you wouldn't because you'd never go there. It's the same thing. <laughs> but so consider then that people are, I mean, people want to have sessions, they want to have hypnosis, they want to use it and they're locked in, they can't do it. So they grudgingly say, okay, let's do it online. Now that immediately is a, is a mental leap because now you're saying, well, I'm going to be on the other side of a screen and the hypnotist is going to be on the other side of a screen miles away, sometimes countries away. And yet this is, I believe this is going to work. That's quite a leap from a person who says, I don't believe in this stuff. Yeah. It's, I find it's much easier online because people for one thing in their own safety cocoon, and they are also open to just allowing it to happen because they wouldn't have said they'd do it online if they weren't. And the other interesting thing you see uh, on stage hypnosis and uh, movie hypnosis, there's a lot of physical stuff, lifting arms, tapping them on the head, you know, tapping them on the knee, doing a lot of physical stuff that works great, actually. But what you found is we don't actually need that. It, the, the, the if you just suggest it, is it just as good? Yes. If the person is willing, you can just, uh, why do we snap our fingers and why do we do a tap on the head? Where the only thing is that is for focus of your conscious mind. We want the focus to come in. So if you're asking somebody how old they are in their regression, for instance, most of the time people will tap on the forehead in a live situation. One little tap on the head and it just, the number comes. Now the words and the tap together. It doesn't do any good if I'm going to say, <laughs> now I get tap and then you say, well, What's the number? You never gave them what they had to focus on. <laughs> so it's, that's a focus. It's nothing fancy, nothing crazy. So all those things that we do, we can convert online. And uh, we found it's moving us forward in our understanding of how the mind accepts things. Yes, and so that what you found, therefore, in terms of... Um online sessions and online of teaching people how to hypnotize, how to work online is just do less, do less and get more, right? Yeah, I think that's what I found. But I also understand that it's not when I, when we're teaching live, this new way of teaching live online is different than watching videos. It's a much different because it's a very interactive experience. You ask questions, you underdo, you, you know, there's mentoring involved. There's everything involved, and that is a much different state than just watching video to learn. Well, also there's practice involved. Have yes, to practice each other. practicing. Yeah. So everything we ever did in a live training, we've done 
so far. The only thing we haven't done is get together and hug. <laughs> really, mm-hmm. really. Because they can, they can practice with each other, which many of them have. I've noticed it is quite good because they actually stay connected. Now that it's online, doesn't matter if they're in a different country and they come from here or there. They can just practice with you. And that's the way it works. It's, it's going to create, actually, I think it'll create a better hypnotist. Yes, the, the, we're always, and talk on these programs, and we're always asking you, so the, the modern hypnosis, the point about modern hypnosis is to move forward. Yeah. Is, is to create change or look for new ways to change things. Yeah. And, and what, refine things. And sometimes. refine things. And what you've done, what we've been forced to do with online is, is simplify everything. Can we simplify this? Do we need this part? Do we need this part? So for a client and hypnotist, it's become a very streamlined process. Yes, it is. And the refinement of what we already know. Now, I don't know, I used to tell you that in the 50s, we had some uh, real limiting beliefs, like we could only hypnotize half, half the people. And that wasn't true, but it meant that we didn't know how. <laughs> so now we're starting to know how to do most of these things differently. And we're moving forward um, the profession is changing into a place of letting the client know that, yeah, it is them doing it. And yes, we've always said that, but nobody believed us. <laughs> I, think, I think that's a good point, actually, is that we all, you always tell the client, you know, you're going to be doing the work. Sure. They, they go, sure. And then they, went, they wait for your words and you lift the arm and you tap them on the shoulder. And, but now online, they know they're doing the work because you streamline everything to, well, you your mind's going to do it. Your mind's going to do it. Your mind's going to do it. And they know, well, she's not doing it. So therefore I have to be doing it. So, wow, I'm doing it. And it's a bit, a place of empowerment, this mm-hmm. new place of hypnosis. And uh, that's always what I've wanted to do with Simpson protocol was always empowering the client to know that they're in charge because that's what people worry about the most, giving up their power. The instances they don't, many of them don't feel like they have power. Mm-hmm. So this way of working is actually giving them more self-esteem, more power, more knowing that they can be in charge. Well, because it's pretty obvious they are in charge. They're doing mm-hmm. almost all the work. Mm-hmm. And the other a good thing, of course, is hypnosis, as you always say, hypnosis isn't relaxation, but it, you can use hypnosis to produce relaxation yeah. quite easily. And so imagine if you're at home and you've been through a, a session, a big thing, all kinds of things could have happened, and you're sitting in your comfy chair or lying on your bed, and then you just say, okay, well, that's it. I'm going now. And you can just stay in that state. And you found a nice, lovely state to be in. And you can just stay there as long as you like until the kids come and push you off the bed. <laughs> or your dog jumps on your face and licks you. But even then, you could stay in and just enjoy it. <laughs> because the hypnotist doesn't say, by the way, please tell me how long you stayed in that bed after I leave because I need to bill you for that time too. <laughs> no. and, uh, yeah, that's true. I think. Uh, people are getting more out of online sessions than they even would in the chair. In the chair. That's not 100% of people. 100% of people, there's no such thing. 99% of the people will allow hypnosis for when I work with them. And there's always the 1%. Well, there's always going to be a few other percents that we're going to prefer to be with you live. And the other thing that we're broadcasting on the health and wellness uh, channel, and I'm sure there was people pretty open to, to various things, but understand when we're talking about people doing um, being clients online, most of these people have never experienced hypnosis before. They're brand new. They're just, 
They've been to the doctor, they've been to the psychiatrist, mm-hmm. they've been here, they've, and they, this sort of last ditch effort. Mm-hmm. So this is not weirdos or people who believe in all this stuff. These, these are people looking for help. Regular people, and most of them have never been in hypnosis. And I think actually what we need to do is work more on the hypnotists than the people who will qualify and say, yeah, I'll do it online, because we need to uh, get them to be allowed to feel that they're just as good online as it live. And that's the part that maybe some hindrance people have had to jump off. They've been forced to do it now because their clients still needed them. And they didn't. And then they found out, well, that was a limiting belief again, wasn't it? So, uh, you know, everything in life is about limiting beliefs. And it's all about you deciding that it's no longer like this. Oh, I'll move forward. And then you, you will limit that for a while to that place that you've been. And then slowly, maybe you'll think, well, gee, I can even get that better or whatever. And, and we're in that cycle now where people are definitely work on getting things better. Yes, I think. And we're in a forced situation of, hey, take a breath, think about things. How can you benefit most from this situation we're in? Because there's benefit. Whatever situation you're in, there's a benefit to it. And, and this one is. Well, you have time to think. We have time. Look at all the creativity that's coming out. You see it on. You do see that on Facebook and YouTube, yes. and the uh, the online art art exhibitions and the online um, symphonies, the online music. People yeah, it's are been phenomenal. Finding tremendous things. We've never had so much free music on YouTube uh, from um, like whole concerts on YouTube. Yeah, it's... Like old ones that people would say, "Well, we're not going to put that concert out. We want money for it." No, no, we'll put it out. But, you know, people like me, I'm sort of centered. Everything in my life is pretty much about hypnosis. And some of us now, we had nothing right away to do. And they they have sideline creativity. Uh, I've seen some of the hypnotists, some phenomenal paintings and some, mm-hmm. wow, the stuff that's coming out of all these people that you just know by name. It's pretty important. I don't know. It's, I think for me, that's the big deal. It's for me, it's the big deal to see how the whole person, that whole person, what are they like? You know? Yes, that's an interesting thing. You know, we, we get up, we go to work, we come home, go to work, get up and go to work, get up and go to work, and we do en- make enough money so we pay our bills, and then we have to go to work to pay our bills. And it's just that, that yeah, cycle. You get stuck and we keep thinking, you know, it'd be nice to be out of the cycle. Well, we're out of the cycle right now. And so the amazing, except for those poor nurses and doctors, yeah, except for and, frontline and all workers. the people, frontline ones, and you guys working the liquor stores, please keep, please stay there, please stay there. <laughs> <laughs> you're very friendly. It's very nice <laughs> in Canada. Anyway. Martin, you're crazy. Anyway, the, we thank all those people. Anyway, you know uh, the necessity. Can you imagine the fear being some? instilled in people, and then you say, "But you have to go to the front lines. You mm-hmm. don't get to escape." And we noticed, I mean, not frontline workers in hospitals where, you know, they don't have enough masks and it's tough, very tough. But people working in grocery stores, people keeping the, the basic stuff going so we can just not live. get too stressed. Yeah. And so now we have time. Yeah, I think it's a big thank you to those people. Definitely. Yeah. And I think that seven o'clock applause thing people do at seven o'clock because that's usually a shift change. If you've seen that, because well, most hospitals have a shift, a shift change at seven. So here, and even in this small town here, um, seven o'clock, the police and the other guys will just drive by that. And people will drive by the hospital and just applaud and, and honk the horns. Amazing thing. So there, it's all, it's a very strange world. And some, uh, some of it, if, if it's sort of like some of those uh, uh, movies you used to watch, science fiction mm-hmm. movies, and we're sort of living it. 
It's kind of an interesting situation. Yes, interesting. The whole world has been shut down by a cold. It's quite yes. Well, yeah, that's the whole thing. It's by something you don't see. Well, but this isn't the plague. It's it's the plague, but it the isn't plague. the plague. Yeah, the Your plague skin isn't falling worse. off and stuff. No, no, that was yeah. But there's still the 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 idea that it's coming all at once, and the force is here in our force. It's in okay. our force. Yeah, it's there. So that's the only thing that's sort of uh, really scary to people. So those are the things that you can say, well, we did it. And the other thing, I think somebody mentioned, you know, that you, if you look, everybody's saying, well, there's all these concerts now. There's, you can listen. You know, there's stuff on TV we can watch where people are doing all this free stuff for us. And we can learn Mandarin. And we can learn how to do somersaults and stuff. You can also just take it easy. You're <laughs> hey, allowed to just take it easy. I took up body blading. <laughs> small. And a word, from, a word from our sponsor. <laughs> well, actually, I don't mind promoting that because I found it very helpful. And um, I'm not a, an exercise buff, as you can tell, just from my attitude. Mostly, I'm I'm always in the mind and the mm -hmm. spirit, and not so much in the physical. You buff up your mind a lot. Yeah, I buff my mind up a lot. But uh, so there, I think it's a a great balance. So if you are a person that's all body, does lots of exercises, all that, look for the balance in my half of the world. And I'm starting to look for a little bit of balance that I can allow. As bit, my, my belief system is I can't do that, right? So the limiting belief is I've changed that to I can do this. Then I can say I can do this. I actually, at 67, I think I'm in much better shape than I was at 40. So... It is that time again, is it? It's a time for a break again. Aren't you lucky? <laughs> so we'll see you on the other side. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Hi. This is Inez Simpson. Thanks for listening to the show, Hypnosis Everywhere. If this is the first time listening, well, we have a whole treasure trove of shows archived here and on Voice America page and at Hypnosis Everywhere website, all free for you to listen to anytime. The first year's broadcast showed the amazing diversity of the talent and the skills of those people who make up our fascinating hypnosis community. This season, Hypnosis Everywhere, the next level, will delve deep into where modern hypnosis is now taking us, the new discoveries and adventures as we explore this infinite mind of ours. And we explore Simpson Protocol hypnosis that is taking us higher and deeper than ever before. We'll talk about the astounding insights that show us how our mind can shape and change our lives for the better. So come join us on Hypnosis Everywhere, amazing people who are on amazing adventures in this world of hypnosis. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. 
listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, send an email to Inez, that's I-N-E-S, at InezSimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, welcome back to Hypnosis Everywhere. And uh, we've been talking to you a lot about the you, and I told you a lot about what I see in hypnosis and moving forward. And I think it's going to be a gift to us. So it's going to be a look for the gifts that has been presented in how you live. Look for those gifts and see if you can allow yourself to just let that sort of move you forward into this new way of being. And the more we get into that new way of being, the better off we'll be. And the world continues to change. I mean, you remember the old days, you in my day, I used to walk up both ways on the hill and you always got that from parents. So understand that we need to allow ourselves not to become that. We don't want to become that. We want to go with the change. And we were, this was forced change, but I want you to learn the lesson from it. And it's, uh, so we've been talking about all this stuff, but we're going, well, what's happened, but now let's talk about what, what you would like to happen in the future. And I know we're in, I mean, we're kind of lucky because we, we, Make, do okay out of this with, with teaching and etc. And we've been an easy transition to online, and we were sort of you were sort of going that way anyway. And I know there's a lot of people in, who are a little bit stressed because is the money coming? What are we going to do? But it will we will come out, and we will have to confront a different world. And so why don't we start to think about well, how would I like not the world to be, but how would I like me to be? Yes. That's what you need to do because, you know, you, you can't do anything what the world will be. You can only do stuff about yourself. And it will affect how the world becomes. Every single unit of human being makes an effect. So if you work on yourself in whatever way that is, allow yourself to change in however way that it needs to be and to make life better in whatever way that is, it will affect the world. You will not affect the world just ranting or raving about it. And the other thing is, I mean, we are, we, I notice every time I go online anywhere, phone anywhere, there's a big headline comes up, you know, COVID-19, follow all the updates right here. Oh, no. Why do I want to follow all the updates? Those, you know, and why are we following what, um, it's okay to pay attention to some stuff, but remember, nobody's going to call you and say, hey, we're thinking of making a decision about what the Senate's going to do, what the Congress is going to do. We'd like your input. Nobody's going to ask for your input. I mean, it's supposed to be a democracy, but nobody asks for input on this stuff. So you don't need to pay attention. They'll do it anyway. But you do need to pay attention or allow yourself to pay attention to what, what do you want? If you could write down, it doesn't matter. You could write down, all right, my perfect day would be, my perfect day would be, I want to be with these people. I want to be or with this person. I want it to be here. And I want to be doing this. Create something. Well, just how we taught you how to do the, what you don't want into what you do want. It's sort of the same thing. How do I want my life to be? It was this way, and I don't like that. So what is it that I do like? You know, and, and you start to shift your, your thinking. You start to shift your way of being and how you're reacting to the negative ones you don't want. And I think maybe a lot of us are thinking, well, I, I, yes, it'd be nice to be you know, back to normal and back to these other things, and, but I can't think about it right, right now because I'm stuck here and this is... And what is normal? Wait, would you just let me finish the thought? Jeez. <laughs> Once she gets on the mic, you just can't get her off. Just interrupts all the time. <laughs> and 
why can't why can't you uh, create a future now, a future present now? Why can't you? Well, the reason you don't is because you don't. But you can. You can say, what? Okay, it's September. What am I doing? What would be my perfect day then? What, what would I create? What would it take me to do that? Do I have to give up some things? Do I have to add some things? People used Build to make something. goals. It's the same thing. Yes. Yes. And but back to Inez's point: What is the normal? There is no normal. The normal is whatever you want to create. Yeah. Or if you don't create it, then somebody else will create it for you. That's the challenge. The challenging thing. Yeah. So people say, well, you must live in a different world than being. And I think I do because that's where my focus is. And it depends on where you allow your focus to go. Are you going to, I know it's not easy, especially for people who have lost uh, some people in this situation. And, but they've been losing people. Everyone in the world loses people every single day. And it's diff, no matter when it happens, it's difficult. So maybe what you need to do is now focus on how do I get better and, and, and think of them as a gift or uh, all these other things and, and find the positives and the things you can remember. All those things are important. You don't want, you know, people feel guilt if they don't think about it. And they, if they don't feel bad, they think it's not good. I want you to actually think about those people and see what gift they were and what the, were all the good things and not looking at them from a point of view of missing that point of view of that they gave you that gift while they were here. So it's a it's the same things, but you're looking at it through a different um, glasses. How did I get on that subject? No idea. Sounds good though. Yeah. The um, I, the other thing is when we say well, for, for especially for women, that doesn't mean, okay, how do I look after my kids better? How do I do that better for other people? No, how do you do it? Do it for you first, as you say. And as always says, mm-hmm. you know, the oxygen mask falls down in a plane. Remember planes? They used to be things that flew in the air. We used to use them quite a bit. <laughs> They'd say, put the mask on yourself first because it's useless if you try and put it on somebody else because it doesn't, you can't help them. Then. Yeah, then you can't. And the other thing that's created is, I always used to say, uh, being a, a workaholic, and I used to like being a workaholic. Used to be? used to be yeah. a workaholic is just you don't want to go home because you're in control at work or, or it's a better environment for your work at, at, at home you have to look after the kids and you have to do this and you have to do that it's time to stay at work and now we've hit a wall where we're at home and maybe you're finding you know what you didn't have to do that work it wasn't that important i mean creating income is important but that particular work perhaps you're looking at something else now yeah it, it look at the gifts that you're given there's always a silver lining as they say but look for that and see if you can allow yourself to focus on that instead of just the negatives no focus on as i say you we've all been put into a situation where we are forced change and that produces for, uh, change of thought processes i think a lot of people are going to say you know it wasn't that imp- whatever that was you were doing before it wasn't that important what i finding is important is well what is it Write it down. What is important? Take everything away. And what's important? The person mm-hmm. you're with, yourself, your kids, your family, etc. But how how do you benefit them the most? Yeah. And obviously, we're all wanting to go back to work in some way. We all need income to come in. And like Martin said, we were kind of lucky because I just kept doing what I'm doing. But it's giving you a heads up on what you would want to have. The people out there that were the workaholics may want to slow down a bit. 
and smell the roses, as we say, and may have been brought into your thinking of what, what this was. The people who had a tough time being alone, not working, what they need to figure out then is what is it that would benefit them to have some more balance in? And it's always all about balance and harmony. And people say, there she goes again. <laughs> but it's actually true. Uh, everything is the same and everything is different. Now, that was a really profound. Good, that was a profound <laughs> statement of really nonsensical thinking. But understand that it's true. Everything is the same. So if you approach it in the same way in a for a different thing, it still works. Like I say, those were the goals you used to set for yourself. A coach would give you goals to go to, your business to grow, your this to the. So now do this for your change and how you want to live your life. But maybe also think about from a male point of view, the work, work, work is, well, what if I started doing useful work as opposed to doing what the company said or et cetera? Maybe the possibility of being, well, could I be an entrepreneur now? Could I do things that are useful? Or could I go into an occupation that is produces use as opposed to just churning through the same old stuff? There's yeah. lots of possibilities. We are forced into, or we are allowed now to say, what if everything changed? We are allowed, because <laughs> it's right there. We've changed. What if everything's changed? What would I want to do now? That's the danger is, of course, that people are just going to, suddenly just say, well, I don't really care about this. I don't do this. It's too hard. And everybody goes back to the status quo. Yeah, I, I don't and think that, that would be, personally, I don't think that's going to be possible because I don't think so changes happen. But I do see that a lot of people will be desperate to get back to doing anything to bring money in or to bring some stability back. But you can't, and we tend to do that. Oh, I just want to get back to work. So then once it's stable again, I can pay my credit cards down again. Then I can be okay again. And I can be level again. This, this is a virus, but something else will happen. Not necessarily bad, but something will happen. And you go, okay, I'll just have to get over this, and then I'll go back to work again. And I'll, <laughs> I'll do it this way, I'll do it this way. <laughs> you can actually produce stability and security in, in a mental perspective. You can't do it in a physical perspective because you could be run over a bus. You don't know. Physical stuff is all out of, out of the blue, typically. But you can produce um, serenity and balance yeah. through the mental process. Of work yeah mental process of being in harmony and here i am again in balance and it's lovely because you never get falling off your your um, chair you, now that's kind of knocked you back doing this what we have here this being locked up together locked down all those things that's knocked you down so what we want to do is get a situation where we don't feel that way anymore it's all about how you're going to feel about stuff, not about how you're going to do physically those stuff. Yeah, many people in the past that have gone through concentration camps, all kinds of stuff, and some of those individuals managed to come out of that situation in actually a positive light. Many went in a negative light, and that was a choice they made. And I, I have such great respect for the people who'd actually did move forward in those situations they're astounding because it's an astounding way for us to look even in those situations that they could have found positive but they're not saints and they're not no, uh, they're not they're um, still human god beings. they're human beings who found a way now as Inez says we find balance and harmony nice thought but that doesn't mean you don't have 
bad moments and bad days, you're a human being. We're going to be up and down, up and down. But mm -hmm. on balance, if we can say, well, I'm going to take charge of my feelings. Mm -hmm. Okay, what would that take to take charge of your feelings? You can't just say, well, I'm going to do it because that's not going to work because we did, we tried that already. So start to, as you say, look, now we've got this, all this free stuff out there. Start to look at those courses and those um, helps and tools that are out there and take advantage of them mm -hmm. to create what you want in the future. The only danger I see in that is people are starting to think, well, it's free. It's not worth anything. Yeah, and that's not the way it is right now. I don't, I don't know if that's the case because they only have to look back six months and see what those guys were charging before. I mean, these are, <laughs> these are professionals putting out great stuff. So I'm not sure that's the thought. I, but I, I think my, people might say it's a great course and it's a great thing, but I'm not good enough to do that. That is a, a, um, a sneaky way of getting out of things. Well, it's, it's great. Works fine. I understand hypnosis or self-hypnosis or meditation or all these things, but, but it's not good enough for me because it just doesn't work for me, and, which means I really don't think I can make that work for me which is a, yeah. a big lie. Yeah, and it is a big lie. But it's it's usually because you've gone through life and everybody's always told you you're not very good at this or you're not very good at that. And, you know, you can change it by allowing that to happen. So it's sort of that place you have to make that big choice. As somebody would say, put your, put your adult, adult panties on. <laughs> <laughs> and... But there's so many things that we can change in our own life, in our own being. And if you want to be happy, you're the one that's responsible. And if you want to be doing well, you're the one that's responsible. There is no other blame to give. Stop blaming everything in the world, including the politicians that we're all blaming. So stop that. See what you can allow to see what you can do in your own world. And especially the biggest person you're going to blame, apart from your mother, of course, which, which is valid, <laughs> is, is yourself. Uh, yeah. you're, why don't we just say you're not allowed to blame yourself anymore? That's yes. not an option. Not an so where do we go now? Yeah. Yeah. Self-blame is relentless. So mm -hmm. stop it. As Bob Newhart says, we're going to start on the conscious. Stop it. But if you have a conscious problem, it, it would be refined by conscious and we don't we usually need to go deeper than the conscious. So, uh, yeah, you can, little things that's consciously, you can change a habit in 21 days, all those things. So, wow, we've come to the end of the show. Wow, it goes fast. Okay, well, thank you very because much. I, because there's always change and it's always the same, as Inez always says. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then next week, we're going to go a little bit more on the edge and be with Jackie Bellock, who's a trainer for me, but also... Uh, talks about trauma and she's a medium and she's bringing Gina um, with her. With her. <laughs> so they are a pair of mediums and very helping people move forward. And we'll see you next week. Thank you for being a part of the show today. Be sure to tune in next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for another edition of Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol, with host Inez Simpson. We can't wait to have you join us again next week.